the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... On the ballpark episode today, we're here to talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, we are continuing our series all about uh, teams in Major League Baseball, where each team gets their own episode. Uh, we've been enjoying doing this series as you know, I think we're about midway there. We've, we've done quite a few. I don't remember how many we've done. Um, yeah, it's a good series. We're going to continue it today. You already know the drill. Um, you know, merchandise. And email will be in the description uh, if you want to, you know, check out either of those. And I think we should just hop straight into it. So getting it started off today, we've got catcher Mike Zunino, a very reliable backstop for the um, Tampa Bay Rays. 2021, 109 games, 333 at-bats, 64 runs, 72 hits, 186 total bases, 11 doubles. Two triples. It's not a great. That's not great that he only has like thirteen extra bases, but thirty-three home runs, sixty-two RBIs. Excuse me. Thirty-four walks, hundred thirty-two strikeouts, two sixteen average, zero run on base, five fifty-nine slugging, and eight sixty OPS. I mean, obviously, like Mike Zunino's game is to hit home runs. He's really just a power hitter. He doesn't really bring that much value outside of that, but he's been able to. Get your job done for the Tampa Bay Rays. I like him here as the catcher. You know, he's a solid guy back there. Now, first base, we got G-Man Choi. Um, solid defense guy. Hitting, um, I guess, decent. That's special. Um, and look at 2021 here. Um, he had 11 home runs, 14 doubles, zero triples, and 250 at-bats. He had 59 hits. 45 RBIs, 45 walks, struck out 87 times, and average of 229. So I guess he didn't play in the whole ton of games. He played like half a season. Um, but from what you can see, not a great hitter at all. He is pretty good defensively. He is 30, so maybe a little older side. But Dean Troy still got defensively hitting. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's ever been a strong suit. I'll move on to second base. Probably one of the best positions. For the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, it is Brandon Lau. Um, he's only 27 years old, too, so that's pretty good. 
149 games, 535 at-bats, and 97 runs, 132 hits, 280 total bases, 31 doubles, no triples, but 39 home runs, 99 RBIs, 68 walks, 167 strikeouts, uh, was intentionally walked four times, seven stolen bags, caught stealing once, 247 average, uh, 340 on base, 523 slugging with 863 RPS. Very good slash line. I mean, Brandon Lodge is a really good player. He's really underrated at the second base position. I think, you know, whether you're a fantasy guy or just if you're placing bets, if you're a betting man, yeah, you got to take a look at Brandon Lodge. I mean, guy's just gone under the radar at second, and he's been fantastic with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays and what he's been able to do. A team that platoons so much, he's just been able to stay at second and play there. I really like Brandon Lau and what he's able to offer to the team. Uh, great guy to have at second base. Yeah, one of the better second basemen in the league. Now you want a shortstop, young star, Wander Franca, 21 years old. And I think this guy has got a lot of potential. Uh, forward number one prospect. Now he's officially, he's lost that. He's not a prospect anymore. He is a rookie. Um, and Juan Franco has just really been really good since he's gotten up to major, major league level. Um, he had that hit streak 2021, um, which was amazing for him. And I'll read off his stats 2021. In 70 games and 281 at-bats, he had 81 hits, 18 doubles, 5 triples, 7 home runs, 39 RBIs, 24 walks, 37 strikeouts, average of 288, on-base percentage of 347, slugging 463 and OPS of 810. That is not a bad slash line for a rookie. And he's just doing it again in 2022. Um, had a great year so far uh, for him. Juan Franco is really just a young star. Definitely I can see future MVP in the making here because this guy's got a lot of talent, only 20 years old. Sorry. Uh, now we move on to third base. Now you guys can actually play at both corners, um, play third or fourth first. He's kind of been a platoon guy. Um, but we have him at third. Uh, in 2021, uh, he had 134 games, uh, 465 at-bats, 62 runs, 119 hits, 180 total bases, 20 doubles, a triple, 13 home runs, 64 RBIs, 69 walks, 85 strikeouts. He's got an immense at the plate. He's actually walked four times. Stole a base, caught stealing once as well. Uh, 256 average, 353 on base, 387 slugging, and a 740 OPS. He's just able to fit really well in Tampa Bay. Um, they're an organization that knows what his talents and weaknesses are, um, and they're able to get the most out of him. So, Gandhi Diaz, you know, he's able to lock down either corner on any given day. Uh, excellent player that the Rays have, and I really like how they use him. Now, on the left field, the, pretty much the face of the franchise over in Tampa, um, Randy Rosarena, former, he's the rookie of the year in 2021, um, and he's just a great player. He's young, 27 years old. Um, going into his prime now, um, in 2021, in 141, at, 141 games, 529 at-bats, he had 145 hits, 32 doubles, three, two triples, 20 home runs, 69 RBIs, 56 walks, struck out 170 times, 20 stolen bases, caught sling 10 times, average of 274, on-base range at 356, slugging 459, and on-base, an OPS of 815. That was good stats. Um, I definitely cut down on the strikeouts and maybe get some more walks. That's the thing you got to do because um, too many strikeouts. That's definitely a problem for him. But this guy is still very, very good and he's young. Obviously, what he did in the 2020 postseason was very good for the Tampa Bay Rays. Really led them to the World Series, even though they didn't win. Um, he's still very good and 
um, definitely the star of this team. Then move on to center field. Very a very defensive player. Um, that's the team we're going to have out there. Kevin Kiermaier. He played 122 games last year through 48 at 348 at bats, 54 runs, 90 hits, 135 total bases, 19 doubles, seven triples, um, four home runs, 37 RBIs, three three walks, 99 strikeouts. Was intentionally walked twice. Uh, nine stolen bags, got ceiling five times, uh, and that gives him a slash line of 259. 328 and uh, through 88's flogging with a 716 OPS. Kevin Kiermaier, not the strongest offensive bat um, in baseball, but, you know, the defensive value is immense. He will get to anything. He's so fast out there in center field that, you know, you have to include him in the lineup because that is how good his glove is. Um, and even then, he's able to maintain, you know, a steady, uh, you know, steady performance at the plate. So, Kevin Kiermaier, really good piece at the Rays. And again, they're just, uh, pretty much all these players, they get the most out of them. And he's definitely one of them. So, Kevin Kiermaier, very solid in center field. Right field, we got Manuel Margot. Um, another kind of not great offensively. I'm actually really sure how he is defensively. I'm sure he's decent. Uh, but Manuel Margot, I feel like he can be in and out. I mean, Rays look like a good platoon. Uh, so, I can see him being switched out from those guys sometimes. Um, but right now, he, think he is the starting right fielder for them. In 2021, he played in 125 games, 421 at-bats, 107 hits, uh, 18 doubles, 3 triples, 10 home runs, 37 RBIs, 37 walks, uh, 70 strikeouts, was still 13 bases, constantly 8 times, average of 254, on-base percentage of 313, Slugging 382 and OPS of 695. Pretty good. I I guess maybe below average stats for hitting. Not the best offensively, just kind of like Kevin Kiermaier, but I'm sure he's decent defensively. Um, definitely not the better players on this team. Still a solid guy out there and yeah, definitely the everyday guy. I move on to the DH position for the. Tampa Bay Rays, um, and Harold Ramirez, uh, in 2021, he's actually pretty good. He had 99 games, 339 at-bats, 33 runs, 91 hits, uh, which is pretty impressive. Um, 135 total bases, 21 doubles, a triple, uh, seven home runs, 41 RBIs, 14 walks, 56 strikeouts, um, intentionally walked once, um, Struck out 56 times as well. Three, three stolen bags and caught stealing once. He gave him a 268 average. 305 on base, 398 slugging, and a 703 OPS. You know, kind of for a journey, meaning he's very serviceable, and he's going to be able to do his job well wherever you put him. And, you know, he's in a good organization with the Tampa Bay Rays, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get the most out of him again this year and if they're able to maximize on what he's able to offer to the team. So Harold Ramirez, a, a solid little player. Um, in a, you know, nice pickup for the Rays, yeah, because he's going to, you know, provide, they're going to get what they want out of him, and he's just going to be looking so good in Tampa. Now you wanted the rotation here, um, definitely a young rotation, um, except for the third guy. Um, number one, we got Shane Clanahan. It would be Tyre Glass now. He is injured, though, Tom John. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely the star of this pitching staff. Um, but right now, it is Shannon McClellan, who was their starting on opening day. 
And uh, I say yeah, he's, he's decent. You know, he's good. Um, in 2021, he played in <coughs> sorry, 25 games, won 10, lost six, ERA 3.43. Started all 25 games. He uh, played 123.1 innings. Had 37 walks, 141 strikeouts. Opponents average is 252 against him. And up a 1.27. Pretty good stats. He, that was his rookie season. He's still a rookie going into the season. Um, so he might, he's only 25. So young. Uh, he's definitely good. A lot of talent with him. He definitely could be the ace. Uh, even Tyra Glassnow comes back later in the season. Now I move on to the second arm. Another young arm, 26 years old. Drew Rasmussen, uh, one of the guys in the uh, Willie Adamez trip with the Brewers last year. Um, him and JP Fireisen, which we'll talk about later. Um, 2021, Drew Rasmussen went 4-1, 2.84 ERA. Um, through five games, 10 of them started, so it's kind of a spot starter. Um, got a hole, got a save last year. Um, 76 innings, 57 strikeouts, uh, 27 runs, 24 of them earned, five home runs, uh, 25 walks, 73 strikeouts um, for him. 204, opponents were averaging 204 against them, 108 whip, and a one. Uh, so, yeah, I think Drew Rasmussen is a very good young arm that the Raiders are just going to be able to transform. I mean, you could really mention all the names that the Braves, or not the Braves, the Rays have uh, on their pitching staff, whether it's on the rotation or the bullpen. I mean, that's just how good they're able to transform pitchers. And Drew Rasmussen, I think, is going to move one of them. He's going to be very good in the future. So keep an eye out for Drew Rasmussen. Good young arm. Now, we on to the third arm, a new pickup during the offseason, Corey Kluber. Um, that older side, he's not what he once was. Like I said, he's the kind of old guy, 36 year old. Um, can't kind of lead this bullpen. Uh, kind of be a leader. He's very experienced. Um, a lot of seasons in the league. And in 2021, that's when he was with the Yankees. Um, he played in 16 games, started all of them, won five, lost three, ERA of 3.83. Um, he played in 80 innings. At um, 33 strikeouts, 82, no, 82 strikeouts, sorry, 33 walks. His opponents average 247 with 1.34. Pretty good stats um, for an old guy. We'll see if he can do it again in 2022 because they kind of need him. They're rocking a four-man rotation, four rotation right now, so they need everyone to do good. And uh, it would definitely help for him to do good because it's shown he's, he's shown he's still got it, maybe. Uh, and going in his last few seasons. Now move on to the fourth arm and final arm of the rotation for today. Because um, as of as of when we tape it, um, it is a four-man rotation right now for them. So that's what we're rocking. Uh, fourth arm is Josh Fleming in 2021, if we take a look. Um, on 10 and 8, 5.09 ERA. That's not a good ERA. 26 games, 11 of them started. Three holds, a save, and one save opportunity. 104 innings, 110 hits, 60 runs, 59 of them earned, 11 home runs, um, three or uh, 31 walks, 65 strikeouts, and five intentional walks. Opponents averaged 268 against them, 1.35 whip. I, I don't know. Josh Fleming's like okay, I guess. I mean, he's gotten off 
to not a great start this year either. I mean, the ERA is a little bit lower, but the whip is higher and the opponent average is higher. I don't know what Josh Fleming is going to be able to offer. I don't know. Maybe the Rays can fix him up. Maybe they won't. Who knows? We'll, we'll see where Josh Fleming goes, but he is only 25 years old. So you got to take it with a bit of a grain of salt in his young career. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Josh Fleming will be good in the future. Uh, that is yet to be determined. Now I wanted the bullpen, their closer. Um, you got Andrew Kittredge, who I feel like is kind of underrated. Um, I feel like he is one of the better closers in the league. I um, mean, you've seen last year he, um, in 57 games, he won nine, lost three. ERA of 1.88. He struck out 77 batters, only walked 15, average of 210, um, and whip of 0.98. Those are very good stats. Definitely underrated. I feel like people don't talk about him enough. He is 32, a little older side, but he's still got. He's still doing it in 2021. So he's got a um, he's got a 1.93 ERA. So he's you know still still doing it. This guy is very good. He's definitely the closer and the leader of this bullpen. Now we got uh, GP Fires, who we mentioned earlier, one of three arms in the uh, in the Willie Adams trade. Uh, GP Fires is pretty good actually. Uh, 2021, he was 4-4, four four, 2.73 ERA, 55 games, and none of them started. 15 holds, 3 saves, 56 innings, um, four, 36 hits, 23 runs, 17 earned runs, 5 home runs, um, 33 blocks, 53 strikeouts, opponents average 183 against him, 1.23 whip, and a so, I mean, J.P. Fireyes is an amazing arm. He's got a very good future ahead of him. 29 years old, he's in his prime. Rays are just going to be able to utilize him uh, out of that bullpen, and, and they're going to make him amazing. So, J.P. Fireyes, he's just a great arm. So, yeah, I really like his arm out of the Rays bullpen. Now, the last guy in the bullpen, Matt Whistler. Um, last year, he did start the year in Giants, and then he was traded to Tampa and really picked it up down the stretch, you know. It's kind of what Tampa does. They pick up guys and they make them really good. Um, and he did that in Tampa last year in 27 games with Tampa. He won two, lost three, ERA of 2.15. Um, he struck out 26 batters, 36 batters, walked five, average of 210, um, and whip was 0.92. Really picked it up. Um, and in, in the first part of the season, he had six ERA, so. Not much looking for, but picked it up in Tampa Bay and doing it again in 2022, 1.64 ERA. So this guy's definitely showing he's better in Tampa for some reason. Um, so Matt Whistler, I like what he's going. He's um, definitely third guy in this bullpen. Now I'm going to the prospect. Um, well, Tampa Bay Rays, I mean, they practically stay their whole farm system. Um, they have one of the best in baseball. Uh, it's very, it's loaded with talent. Uh, but Per MLB Pipeline, it's Shane Boz. I'm honestly surprised Shane Boz still has his prospect status. Um, even though he is on the 60-day IL, he'll probably be able to move on very quickly. Um, from prospect status, he's going to just graduate out of it sooner or later. Um, but he is 22 years old, very good young arm. Got an 80 fastball. That's how good his fastball is. It is at the max grade. change up 60 control and overall of 60 i mean all everything is 50 and above 
It's, I mean, Shane Moss is such a good young arm. He was in the Chris Archer trade uh, with Pittsburgh. I mean, I don't know why the Pittsburgh Pirates gave up on him so easily. Really disappointing, but hey, it works. It works for the Tampa Bay Rays. He was fantastic. 2021 in the Tampa Bay Rays. Went 2 0, 2.03 RA. 13 games, or three games, and all of them started. 13 in the third innings. Uh, six hits, three runs, three walks. 18 strikeouts, opponents average, 130 against them, 0.68 whip. Um, I mean, it's a very small sample at the major league level, but it's also very special at the same time. If you're a Rays fan, you should get excited about this kid. It's truly something special, and he could be a mainstay in this on this Rays pitching staff in the bullpen or on the starting rotation for a very long time, even though it'll probably be on the starting rotation. Now we wanted their jerseys, number four, away. I have to say I'll just move on to the third one. Home, um, I think it's a decent jersey. The white looks good with the navy blue. Um, it's clean. It's got the brand on the side, all of them do. It's a clean-looking jersey, um, but definitely the ultimates are better. And now we got the home jersey as third best. Uh, it's very clean. I mean, the Rays have a lot of clean jerseys, a lot of good ones. Um, home jersey just falls third for us. Uh, it's a nice jersey, but, you know, compared to the alternates, not as good. Now, the first one, the powder blue. Um, I mean, if you have a powder blue jersey, it's going to make our number one or at least two. We love powder blue jerseys. And the Braves did one, and it looks really good. Um, a solid jersey. I wouldn't say anyone wearing this jersey. You know, AL East, I don't like. I wouldn't buy it. I don't like to support the Rays in the division. But, you know, if someone's wearing them, I respect that. It's a good jersey. Um, look clean. Everything. Navy blue works with the powder blue. Just goes together really nicely. Definitely a good jersey. I think we missed number two. Um, our second best jersey was the alternate one. It's very clean. It's very monochromatic. Um, but, you know, it's a good look. I mean, the race pulling off so well. Such a clean jersey. Such a fine-looking jersey. Um, I mean, I would respect anyone for wearing this, um, but obviously, for both of us, at least we can't really support the Rays. Um, but I can't blame people for wearing the Rays alternates because they really are that good. My mistake there. I thought you did the alternate one. Um, now we want our favorite player. I like Brandon Lau. Uh, he's second base, my position, and I like Brandon Lau. Thirty-nine home runs. Nothing to say there. Really good player. Definitely underrated second baseman in the league. I like he's got going. Um, yeah, I think definitely my favorite player for the Rays. Also, to go former U Maryland Terrapin, uh, good to see that he made the majors. Uh, he's just a really solid player, very underrated. I like players that are able to provide very well, and Brandon Law is definitely able to do that. And I like him for just the same reasons as Brandon does. Not that I play second base, but just because he's a very good player, and he's just so, so quality. I mean, it hurts me as an Oriole fan to watch him play. Against my Orioles, but you know, on a whole, very good player. So I, I like Brandon Lowe. Now for the player of the week for the AL, we have Anthony Rosso. Obviously, had that three home run game and another home run um, that leads him at the top leaderboard for home runs. So good for him, Anthony Rizzo, Even though he is a Yankee, um, I do respect what he's doing. Get the home run game. One of my least hated Yankees because kind of knew the team, but. I still like him. Oh, I got to respect what he's doing, though. He had that great game. I unfortunately gets the Orioles for you, Patrick. Um, 
But yeah, great week for him. Um, he's probably fail. Respect Anthony Rizzo. Painful to see him play for the Yankees. Um, but it is what it is. He got traded there. He didn't really have an excellent player. And you gotta love his attitude about everything. Uh NL Tyler McGill, uh, from the New York Mets started a no hitter. Um, and you know, he wound up being the pitcher that started the no hitter. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent pitcher. Um, you know, he's looked fantastic for the Mets. He's really stepped up uh, when they need him to. Um, he's been he's just been quality. When Jacob Degrom stepped out with injury, he stepped in. He's just been fantastic and was able to start a no hitter. So you really do have to respect uh, Tyler McGill. He's been fantastic uh, for the New York Mets and. You know, part of an no-hitter now. So, congratulations to him and the New York Mets. Uh, yeah, let's pretty much wrap it up. That's Player of the Week. Um, great players. Going to be new players next week. Uh, so, stay tuned. I believe next week is our 15th. So, that will be halfway done. Um, and now, the only team left in the AL East is the Boston Red Sox. So, I'm hoping we'll get there. Hopefully, next week we'll get the Red Sox. Uh, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I know Brendan's been waiting a long time for the Boston Red Sox. Um, so we'll see if that can happen. Uh, but yeah, that's our episode. Great one today, Tampa Bay Rays. Congratulations once again to Anthony Rizzo and Tyler McGill um, for their quality weeks, uh, respectively, in their leagues. Uh, ironically, both, or not really ironically, but uh, funnily enough, both from New York, uh, Rizzo for the Yankees and McGill for the Mets. So that's just interesting. But yeah, thank you for thank you for listening. We'd really appreciate the support if you uh, were to buy our merchandise. If you were to do that, uh, that'd be amazing. If you um, we be able to wrap your favorite podcast, as well as uh, email us something, compliments, concerns, complaints, you know, whatever you want to email, it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. And with that, we will see you next time. <laughs>